here we are now with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake Podcast, please share your favourite episode as this will help me find my audience. It will help to find the people who are ready to hear what we are talking about here. And today, I'd like to talk about something that I found. And I found this down at the beach at my local spot. And I've made quite a habit these past few months of taking a daily trip to the beach to do some meditative floating activities in the beach pool. I usually don't go in the ocean. I don't like the waves too much. I just go where it's peaceful. And at this time of year, well, it's actually quite cold in Australia. So it's quite intense breathing at times when I'm freezing in the water. But this is just my daily habit. This is just one of my activities which I'm doing at the moment because I can. Won't last forever. (laughs) And... I found something, which was a smashed plate. And there was a deep thing in this. There's something to be understood about this. And there's a lot of thought that we can stem from this. Because this smashed plate actually was, well, whether the person who did it or not, it's actually a device which is used for Emotional awareness. It's a device, it's a technique that can be used for emotional awareness. So this smashed plate wasn't just any old smashed plate. And the thing that made it different was that, well, it had writing all over it. So what's happened is someone's got a dinner plate, ceramic dinner plate and they've written in permanent black black permanent marker all over this plate and they've taken this plate to the beach and they've thrown it down and it's smashed into pieces to be found by me Dosta hours or days later looked like it had been there at least a day or two because the pieces were all over Many of the pieces were missing. And this is, well, it's a, it's a technique which can be done in many ways. And it's unclear whether the person that did this knew about this technique or not, or whether they were doing it consciously or not. But because we do know about the technique, we can talk about it here. And we can learn from it. And we can... Devolved, divulge things from seeing this smashed plate on the beach from this person who has done this. Now, it's obviously someone who's very upset. It was obviously someone who's very angry. It was someone who was very frustrated. And there are only a few things that I could surmise from the words and what was written there because it was only in pieces. 
I could guess that this person had problems with their weight. Like they felt they were fat. They were a fat person. They felt they were unhealthy. And they were angry at someone who was, well, a former intimate partner. And they were angry that they didn't try enough. They were angry that they weren't good enough. Both angry at themselves and also angry at the person, well, they were in that relationship with. And generally, you could just get this tone. I got this tone of frustration and anger coming through these words, these partial phrases, these fragments of sentences. And by the handwriting, I could probably guess it was a woman, but that also is still quite unclear. It might have been a man that has done this. So I wouldn't really want to speculate too much as to the gender of the person that's done this. So this person has taken their frustrations, have taken these words that is inside their head, and they've put them onto the plate via writing. And then they've gone to the beach and they've thrown it down and they've shattered it. Now, this is actually a healthy expression of anger. And there's many ways you can do this as a technique which will help you release anger. Now, I suspect that when the person smashed that plate, they felt something. Something shifted. Something changed for them. Because our anger is something that we carry with us. And the people that are supposedly the cause of our anger, well, they're actually just entities within us. And we carry them too. We carry the words that we say to them around with us. We carry the words that they've said to us around with us. There's a whole collection of thoughts and, and ideas and feelings and memories. And it's all a big mess, really. And yet, with this technique, you can find release. And I, re- I recommend you do this. If you have anger issues or you want to work with anger or you want to release someone from your inner being, well, try it. Take a permanent marker and if you've got a spare dinner plate, write it on the spare dinner plate and go somewhere at night, preferably, alone, in public. Now, I'm not advocating, I'm not advocating littering. Like you could say, Dosta, that's littering. (laughs) Well, yes, but it wouldn't have the same effect if you didn't smash it and then walk away. So (laughs) maybe you can go somewhere, whereas maybe go to the trash yard and smash it there. (laughs) But something will shift. Something will happen. And you'll feel something in that moment. And in a funny sort of way, you're pouring energy into the plate. 
And it also works well not just with dinner plates. You can do this with just a piece of paper. You can write a letter to someone and you can tear it into pieces and throw it all into the air. Or you can burn the piece of paper. And of course the advantage of a plate is that it has an effect when it shatters. It has a, it has a sound. It's a very unique sound. The sound of a plate smashing is totally unique. And you could try writing it on glass if you have spare glass. That's another thing that shatters. But then, well, pieces of glass are a bit more dangerous too. But, you know, all these things like littering and danger and these things, you really, you're really going to put them aside when you're dealing with your anger. I mean, that's, that's the appeal. That's the appeal of shattering a plate. It's the, uh, it's the real frustrate, like, I don't care. Like, it's not an accident that when couples fight, well, the wife starts throwing the dinner plate at the husband. That's a classic husband-wife argument image which comes up again and again in multiple cultures. She starts throwing things at the husband and they start, he ducks and they hit the wall behind him. How many times have we seen that? So many times. And I'm sure it's happened in so many couples. So this broader technique is, well, if we just say that there is anger and there is the release of anger, well, there's a step beyond that as well. And the broader technique is relating to objects specifically for emotional purposes. And one way to think about this is that you're pouring energy of the entity which is in you into an object. And then you're treating the object in a certain way as to, well, change that relationship. And let me be clear that I'm not saying you change the relationship between you and the person. If you have issues with a person, well, that's not exactly what we're dealing with. What we're dealing with is you personally. We're talking about the entity within you, which is that person. So there, there, is, there is a real-life person that is real. That's granted. There are other people in this world, although we sometimes forget. But that's real. We keep that as separate. There are other people. But then there is the entity within you, which represents, well, not exactly represents, but it's a phenomenon within you of that person. It's the thing that remains when you're not in the presence of that person. And that occurs within the whole range of what you are. So you can close your eyes and you can hear their voice. Their voice is a thought in your head. And if you close your eyes and you look and you try and imagine what they look like, you can see them as an, Im an image. 
You can see what they look like, what sort of clothes they wear, what sort of behaviors they do. And also, when you are imagining and hearing them in your head, well, there's a response to you. Your body changes. Do you become nervous? Do you become happy? Do you become more guarded? Do you become open? Do you become tense? Do you relax? And these are just a few of the ways you can get in touch with the phenomenon of a person within you. And so when we're dealing with our objects, either with the smashed plate for anger or some other object, which could be used in a different way, well, we can also use them in positive ways. Well, we're working with the phenomenon. We're working with you. And if you want to work with the relationship, well, that's a different technique. That's a different process. And you need to be doing a technique which involves the presence of both of you or the participation of both of you. So there's a great deal to be learnt from changing around and inquiring into how you feel about someone else. And if you can do these techniques consciously, like the smashed plate, well then you can make a lot of progress. And if you are finding these techniques intuitively, then, well, it just shows that you want to be feeling like something needs to change within you. And in the sake of, in the case of this person who I'll never know, I'll never meet, I'll never hear from, and I'll never hear from me who has smashed this plate down at the local beach spot, which I swim at every day. Well, they obviously need a lot of release. They're obviously just trying whatever they can to get going with working out the phenomenons of the people within them. And for many of us, well, we're not sitting around talking about techniques. We're not going into methods of emotional inquiry consciously. And the reason is, well, we just don't know about them. It's a lack of knowledge. Many of us are even surprised to find that the people within us are phenomenons within us. And that's such a deep realization, it's hard to know, well, what's next? What does this mean that all the people in my life are simply phenomenons within me? And much of the time, we're just overwhelmed. We're unaware we don't know how these people sneak up within us. We hear their voice in our head and we say, huh, well, that's them. That's what they say. You did this to me. 
You are this person to me. And we're so convinced by it, we can't take a step back to say, well, what's my role in this? And I'm not advocating a toughen up and get your act together sort of attitude. It's not a matter of, hey, you just need to sort out your own relationships and it's all on you. No, that's too narrow. That doesn't work. There are too many confused people in this world for us to have that sort of attitude. We need a more compassionate attitude. And imagine if I was imagine if I'd walked in. What if I what if I'd turned up at the beach? Imagine if I'd turned up the beach right when this person was about to smash that plate. And I said, "Hey, what are you doing? Stop that." Stop littering. And they turn to me and they're crying and they say, well, I've got anger issues. Or they say, I'm angry. This person has broken my heart or this person has hurt me. And I say, well, you need to sort out your relationships. Don't smash this plate. Don't go writing on the dinner table Dinner, dinnerware, this is a mess. Get your act together. It's your responsibility. Now imagine if I had done that. Would that have worked? Would that have helped? I like to think if I had walked in, I would have been able to say, you know what, go ahead and smash that plate. And actually, there's a great wisdom in what you're doing. So go ahead, you smash it, and then we're going to go back and we're going to get another one. And you're going to do it again, and we'll do it consciously. And I'll explain it to you as a technique. I'll explain it to you as a method. And we'll connect it with the deeper parts of you, and we'll start working through your issues. And we'll do it together, and we'll do it slowly. And we'll do it with compassion. And I like to think I'd be able to do that. Perhaps more realistically, if you walk, if you walk up on someone who's about to smash a plate, then, well, <laughs> I don't know what happens. It's quite a strange moment. It's, it's so funny that those moments... They're always alone. You're always alone when you have them. Like you could definitely tell that when this person smashed this plate, there was no one else on the beach. And they would have made sure there was no one else around. It probably was late at night. I imagine it would have been quite late at night. They might have had trouble sleeping because of all this anger. And they go for a late night drive. And they take this dinner plate. I don't know, like, what, what gives you the idea of taking the dinner plate? I don't know. Smashing something, it's a very primal act when you think about it. I mean, humans must have been smashing things since, well since whenever things were made that could smash. 
So I think that gives us enough to think about. If you want if you want homework from this episode, then I suggest you write a letter to someone. And you tell them all about how you feel about them and you burn it. And if it's a positive letter and you feel good things about someone, then, well, I suggest you write that letter and you give it to them. And, of course, that's the difference. Share your joys and your pains you work with and you gain responsibility over. So that covers the story of Dosta finding a smashed plate down at the beach. And that's all I have to say for now.